Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 12th episode of Malaysian Christian Talks. And we have none other than Mr. Ben Chan. Yay! Hi, welcome to Malaysian Christian Talks, where our goal is making disciples through cyberspace as we navigate on musings of our biblical Call faith. Me Mr. Ben also, sorry, yes, yes, um, <laughs> I'm getting used to it. Now, um, before we even begin uh, and discuss this whole topic, uh, a bit of an introduction of who you are, yeah, for the rest, the sake of the listeners out there. Okay, yeah, so my name is Ben, and uh, I'm also part of the MCM team. I do mostly on the prayer part, on the Insta pastor, as what they have mentioned. I'm not a pastor, so don't worry. Uh, I'm just there to, I just like to journey with people a lot, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, and just to uh, authenticate uh, the whole point of what he does is, my take is, um, you want anyone can be pastoral without needing to take the title of a pastor because at the end of the day, the call is make disciples of all nations. Lah. Yeah. yeah, and today, the topic that's been given is dating partners, the good, the bad, and the godly. Now, before I even begin, uh, maybe I'll just tell you why we're doing this topic. On and off every time on Malaysian Christian response when we post up Q and A's, right? Every time we post up Q and A, the question is, can I date a non-believer? Always pops up, yeah. uh, and and the answers we give is always generally the same. And I think we want to do this once and for all so that you know our stance and you don't have to uh, double guess or ask for a way through. And <clears throat> no offense, huh? um, sometimes I feel <clears throat> that when these questions come on can I date a non-believer, it's trying to see whether they can cross that boundary because mm-hmm. you have already probably fallen for that person or what, not lah. Yeah. Maybe for starters, right, I'm just going to pass the time to you to just give your brief thoughts first okay. on, uh, on dating or more specifically my question would be, why do you think it is such a constant topic among youngsters? Okay, I think for among youngsters, we always think about dating because uh, we are in the phase that we want someone and you see others who are maybe dating already and you feel like, oh, you're alone and you want that someone. And it does say that even in the Bible, God created men. He also felt that even for men, you want a partner. He's not good to be alone. So I think as us youngsters, we tend to have that phase that we want to find someone just to hang out with and you think that is dating per se. Uh, for me, that happened in high school a lot. Even when I was in high school, I also felt that, that I also wanted to date like anybody that I see, a, a girl that likes me, that, oh, why does I start dating? Yeah, I will share more of that later on as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me, um, I don't have a clean track record also. I mean, if I were to confess to you all now, <laughs> I had like what, multiple crushes on, on all the years I've had. So, we, we get it how you feel. But what I'm hearing from you is that it's not wrong to want to ask or have these feelings yeah. uh, because, it ref- as you said, it reflects God's design in you to want to feel belong and feel loved and known. Lah. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And so let's dive in immediately. How would you personally define dating? Because, right, when you, when you enter the, the just the Christian world, just an example, many would either define dating as courting or dating as meeting up or dating as getting to know one another. And because of that, because of those multiple standards, Mm -hmm. there are multiple ideas of dating comes about. So maybe from your point, you you share what do you think dating is? Okay, to me, I think dating is, again, like, because you want to find someone you want to be uh, close to, but having a partner, but it's more than that, it's to be accountable 
to someone. Uh, for me, when I talk about dating, I will want someone that I will actually lead on to really marriage and not just a play-play thing or I just want to have fun or just need someone to spend time with. It's more like a commitment as well because it takes two to clap hands. Okay, so you're saying um, the word date, when the word dating is used itself, there is this sense of intention already, clear intention. Yeah. I find sometimes in our youngsters' view or in the world view these days, dating is just like a, a play play thing, uh, uh, just a, like you say, a crush, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But when you say you're in a dating position, I feel it's going to be serious head on. So just checking, uh, uh, so I'm guessing this question might come up. So when the person has started dating, right, mm-hmm. does it mean that the person is girlfriend and boyfriend or they are intentionally uh, trying to see whether they can be girlfriend and boyfriend. So that's my question first. Uh, for me, I think it's a trial stage. There's no like, uh, you're going to be, okay, if I want to date, means that's it. There's no more, we're just officially together, boyfriend, girlfriend. I think it's also good before you start dating to get to know the person. So that's where court thing comes. So I feel courtship and dating are two separate phases. In the relationships and just yeah. just so that we are clear how would you define courtship okay courtship is to get to know that partner um, i feel it's always good to be not only just two of you alone at all it's always good to be friends get to know their friends get to know she gets to know your friends as well and then you see their environment how they react how they are get to know them first what their likes what's their dislikes um those kind of things it's not like or you're only together always forever when friends come you say well i cannot because i just want to be both of us together yeah so just checking uh, courtship comes first then dating for you uh, right yeah yeah and because we know some christians will say dating first uh but courtship after that yeah, yeah. but actually it's it's just semantics and it's just how you define it but the yes. but the value is still the same one is you get to know the person first with the intention to then get married married uh. yeah so here's here's another question then like why why must the intention dear listeners be marriage why must it lead to marriage yeah because i think we are designed that way that god created us to to get married although there are some of us that will be um, bachelors for life they can be because that's also another calling and i think that will be another <laughs> uh, topic that you can talk about uh, but in relationship i think if you can come up with a lot of hurts at the same time if we don't lead to certain an end goal and i feel that's what god created us to have an end goal and the end goal should be marriage yeah okay and in fact it is in genesis 2 uh 24 to 25 where the man shall leave his mother and father and they shall both cling, cling on to the wife la, and it should become one so marriage is the first institution uh that god created yeah yeah and so because of that, I think uh, I want to lay out a disclaimer before we continue on. Uh, just so you know that in the New Testament, um, the, the goal here is not to get married. In the New Testament, the goal here is making disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. And for us, I think we hold on to the idea that um, we, are not, uh, we are not fans of churches who may uh, glorify the concept of marriage as if it's the end all and in all. Mm-hmm. And singlehood is a very viable, uh, glorified position as well as yes. long as we are all complete in christ la. yes yeah so wait so speaking of complete in christ does <laughs> marriage complete you for me yes okay yeah yeah so unpack what what in it what is in it that completes you um i think marriage for me personally also helps me see my weaknesses 
mm. and that kind of uh, realized that um, I really need God and that's how I feel God completes me and that is like without uh, me going through marriage I think I wouldn't identify certain of my weaknesses and also identify my strengths because uh, my mm. wife always helps me in that um, yeah I always think that maybe I'm no good enough or, or such thing and I feel my wife tells me that I'm good at certain things and that encourages me and then I realize, oh yeah, that's how God slowly builds me up or God creates me to be that complete puzzle that he wants me to be at the end. Oh, nice. So cool. <laughs> so let me see whether I got this right. Huh? So marriage, in a sense, exposes who you are yeah. to which it makes you realize and then makes you want to run towards God even more for to yes, rely yes. on him. Yes. Uh, and in many ways, the journey of exposure uh, requires someone to compliment you where you are lacking lah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. So, just if you have any idea, what do you think? That, what does the Bible tells us about dating? And because it, this whole talk is about, about what does the Bible say? How to be biblical? So when you talk about <laughs> dating, how to be biblical here? Dating. Okay. I don't think the Bible specifies a verse for dating per se, but it's always talking about like man should not be alone. You should have a partner even in genesis uh, god says also that man should not be alone he feels that you need a partner and, and so forth um and that's for me that's a bit of what dating is um and it's also if we go into other contexts like in first Cor no second corinthians okay when paul talks about that we should not uh, be unevenly yoked with people i always thought what does that mean until i know about context that at that time the disciples were also intermarrying and because of that you get to they fall into idol worships and and, and so forth and also in business uh, wise you want to have the same uh frequency with, <laughs> with your partner <laughs> that's what he meant about uh, unequally yoke for me like that's so that's why my general view in dating i would say actually uh, i wouldn't agree in dating a pre-believer uh, to be honest i feel because i went through it and um, if we want to share it i can share more about that which we will in yeah which we will <laughs> uh, but yeah i went through that experience and i realized that i understood what god meant and what, what paul meant about saying that we should not be uh, together with someone's unequally yoked like. Yeah. Okay, so before we even get to the experience, uh, something caught my attention when you say same frequency. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, uh, for you, what encompasses this same frequency? I think it's about core values and religious uh, beliefs. Uh. Yeah, that's the main main thing of the same frequency. I think like hobbies and all this is not so much. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't mind sharing from your point of view, what are the core values that you think it's important to you that you were looking for? Mm -hmm. And here's, here's the big question. Everyone keeps asking. Why must same religion uh, be, be accounted for? If we love each other, mm -hmm. um, can we just make it work? Okay, so there's this two bit. Uh, so what are your personal core values? And just responding to the whole religion. Uh, okay, thing, yeah. I think my main core value would be the, to have the fear of God. Mm. Yeah, and, that's, and that actually leads to our actions. Uh, when you say about uh, the second part mm. like why why can't we date if we love each other and all that i really feel it's because of the different beliefs we do things differently or we view dating very differently yeah and, and because of that it's not that you cannot date a non-believer but it becomes oh wait, wait sorry <laughs> it becomes unwise but that was what i said but what would you say to that it yeah. will become um 
to me, I fell into a lot of condemnation when I was dating a pre-believer. And it was because of my own uh, thought process and because my core values was to have the fear of God. And I felt that certain actions that we were doing when we were dating um, doesn't seem to do that. It seems that we became God and, and, okay. and, and take away that fear for God. Yeah. So with that, let's just dive in also. Your okay. experience of dating a non-believer, um, how was that like and what were the thought processes and the experience when the time came I think same as uh, like we mentioned that why youngsters or younger ones would want to be in a, in a dating or in a relationship. I had mine when I was in Form 6 in high school. Um, yeah, so first thing first was, yes, I do love her, I fell for her, but it was more of because also I see peer pressure. You see people around me at that age, Form 6, uh, having a partner. Yeah, and, and because we were close, we worked a lot together in uh, different clubs and societies. And yeah, uh, one thing led to another. Yeah, I confessed to her, we started dating, but it felt very different because um, she was a pre-believer. Uh, she's not a staunch Buddhist, but she came from a Buddhist, Buddhism background. And I came from a Christian background and things that we do was so, so different. Um, what was okay to her wasn't really okay to me. Example. Okay, for example, uh, okay, holding hands, I know it's uh, it's okay, uh, but it led to one thing or another. Uh, we end up kissing um, lips to lips. For me, that wasn't right. I felt it wasn't right because I felt that when like, we, when we did it, my mind went all like even more crazy into having more sexual desires like why not i take her then and there mm -hmm. and we do it now mm -hmm. and because of that a lot of condemnation came upon me suddenly like it felt like but from yourself or from around you I... it was more from myself it was yeah. because like the holy spirit is telling me no you should stop okay stop don't don't, don't go beyond <laughs> that and because I did stop at that time, but when you went home, the thought came that, oh no, I did like a major sin kind of thing. Like yeah. I thought about until having one thing to have sex with her, until yeah. that, that kind of thing. Yeah. But for her, it was okay. She was actually waiting right. <laughs> to, initiate, to initiate, for me to initiate yeah. that. Yeah. And it was a battle for me within itself because uh, for a week, I was tossing and turning, telling God I was asking forgiveness. I know God does forgive, but it's just the internal battle again. And how would I view her again? Should I see her as uh, my girlfriend or should I see her as a, a sex object or or I just want her to because let's do it all the way. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. So so my question would then be like, um, what, how do you come out of it? What, what were some of the things that you had to go through to be able to draw the line to say no? Okay, so we did talk about it. I mean, I did talk to her about it and I felt that it wasn't right for us to go so fast on, on, on into that. And she told me that it wasn't wrong. It was, it was okay. It was, she was expecting it and actually. And it was a struggle <laughs> la, because yeah. it's easier for you to just say yes. Than <laughs> yeah. okay. So to me, I was the time that I told her I couldn't, I cannot okay. because okay. of um, my, not, I wouldn't say religious belief, my core, my core values. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't want to do this because I felt it was really a sin. Like premarital sex is a sin for me. Yeah. So doing that wasn't right. And she told me, okay, fine. It's, it's okay. Uh, let's take it slow. Uh, so we thought, okay, I thought it was fine. But every time we met up, the thoughts still keep coming. And after that, it eventually reached to a point where she, she herself couldn't take it. And she said, let's have a break. Okay. I said, 
okay. Um, during that break, she actually, something which I didn't like was uh, she carved her whole hand <laughs> saying the word, I'm sorry. And literally carved, I'm sorry. And she snapped a photo and sent to me. And at that time, what would I do? What would you do? I ran, I rushed all the way there, drove my car. She was crying in her room and she says because of that one incident or just of just that kiss or lips to lips kiss. It's not even a tongue action kind of thing. Just a little bit and that caused all this issue. And that got me even more fear. It's like, oh no, if I'm not if I'm not together with her, I'm not sure what other harm she would do to herself. If she can carve the whole word, I'm sorry. <laughs> It shows how much she could even damage herself even more. And shows how much invested she was into the relationship. Yeah, and, and I felt like so bad. Okay. <laughs> and, and it got worse and worse and we got to continue talking and then we did fight. It was, it reached to a point that, okay, we did both mutually ended the relationship well, but it made me realize that I do not want to be in any <laughs> relationship. After that, it really for two whole years, I told myself, no, I don't want anything at all. Yeah. Okay, so so in that season, I'm sure God was, was working with you, uh, yeah. and you uh, and then your wife came in the picture. So yes. how did that uh, from say, no, no, I don't want to, I want her. Lah. Okay, so I met my wife in UCAM, in college, uh, in uni. Uh, we were classmates and a lot of people say that you should be together, you should be together because we had a lot of things in common and she was a believer and all those kind of things. But I didn't want because of the trauma <laughs> from the past relationship, I said no. Uh, but finally, it was during a youth camp that God spoke to me. <laughs> it's always a youth camp. Yeah. <laughs> so go for youth camps. <laughs> uh, it was a youth camp and the speaker who does not know me said this, uh, said that there's something in the past that you have not let go and God has something installed for you in the future. So just let go of the past. It will not be the same experience. So I thought it was other things. It may not be just about relationship. When the speaker left, my own pastor came and prayed who didn't know about my issue about my relationship but suddenly felt and prayed and said that uh, God's telling you that you should let go of your past about relationships because so just now the speaker was talking about letting go about the past and now my pastor is coming specifying <laughs> let go about a relationship uh, God has prepared someone for you already so let go don't let your hurts or your past baggages uh, hurt you along for something greater so yeah from then onwards, then yeah, I started to actively pursue <laughs> my current wife, yeah, uh, as cosmates. So for a year, I courted her. Okay, I didn't date her yet. Mm. We courted, and uh, the thing that was very different for me was it's the first time that we both said after confessing, uh, we will pray about it first before starting as boyfriend girlfriend. So that that brought me like even closer to God to know that. Okay, we both have that good core value, that, that same fundamental value that, okay, we will pray first. Somehow she fasted for a week wow. before, <laughs> before she said yes to be my girlfriend, okay? We confess our feelings for a month and to say yes to be boyfriend, girlfriend was, yeah, a month apart. Darn, mine was three months away. <laughs> yeah, but, but I will not complain because then she said um, she knows of someone that waited for six months. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, wow. So, <clears throat> now, let's, let's just see the flow here. Mm. And let me just also say this, that 
when we say don't date a believer, right, we are not being very militant or legalistic about it. If you have heard from his experience, it is just plain unwise. Uh, and, and yes, you want to say God's grace can, can be sufficient, but I wouldn't want to test it out. But rather, the moment the values differ, and especially on the fear God uh, aspect, every single decision you make will veer off away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, right, you will naturally clash eventually until you learn to talk it out. Lah. Yes. Yeah. So, as we're coming to a close, maybe I'll ask the final question uh, in, in, in summary or however you want to word it. Uh, based on all your experiences, how do you want to tell our listeners out there or how should Christians go about this whole dating idea so that hopefully in the next Malaysian Christian response, I can just send them the YouTube. <laughs> <the, the, laughs> um, how should we date? I think prayer is very important. Going back to God is the ultimate uh, part that we should um and i think let's um i know a lot of people say let nature takes its course kind of thing uh, but i feel it's let the holy spirit guide the course instead when we are courting with your partner it's good not to always be alone just the both of you i think it's good to always bring along friends or as a group date uh, rather than just the two of you because uh, you still need your space she also needs Wait, so space. purposely meet up together knowing that you two already have confessed to each other yeah, yeah, yeah. also but uh have groups to meet up lah yeah kind of uh, and it's good to be accountable not only to one another but to someone uh, other than i mean your friends around or better yet your pastor or a spiritual leader or someone who's matured to be accountable because it's it's that's how we survived as well me and my wife we went through a lot also as re- in the relationships uh, but having that accountability partner, uh, someone who is our spiritual leader, uh, helped us a lot along the way. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I think when you're going to about dating, I think that's that should be the way. You should pray first. That's one. Uh, second, let the Holy Spirit guide you. Third is to be accountable to a spiritual leader. And yeah, always be open with each other. Always talk it out. Always get to know each other. Don't like... Hide, hide, only just I love you, love you, lovey-dovey stuff, but know about each other's struggles, each other's uh, baggages, and so forth. Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think that that's that's that for today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so when we talk about dating in short, the good the good is that God instituted uh, relationships to mm. know each other, to be known, to be loved, and it ends up all the way in marriage because that's the ultimate uh, institution, that, institution. Yeah, that brings its way up. Uh, the bad, uh, the moment you have uh, wrong values, I'm hearing, yeah. um, then everything uh, goes out of... Not really say wrong, different values. Sorry, sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> different values will end up with different decisions and end up with lots of disagreements and conflicts okay and and at the end of the day uh, what i'm hearing from you is that godliness is by far the number one characteristic you look in a partner yeah would you say godly is a very sexy sexy thing i would say yes oh yeah Yeah. you you heard that (laughs) uh, all you listeners if you're looking for a partner right number one uh Look for sexy godly men. Sorry, godly women men, and, men and women. Yeah. Uh, that it that that we say that is a sexy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so just for the final <laughs> for the listeners out there, what does what does godliness look like then? For, for me, you? it's actually this really the having the fear of God. Mm. Because okay. if you have that, then all of our actions and our thoughts and words would will align to 
being holy. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen to that. And for you guys out there, as what uh, Ben has said, right, uh, in terms of the period of navigating through your, whether you want to get into relationship or not, always uh, be prayerful. Uh, always allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And last but not least, be accountable. Yes, right? yeah. that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so thank you so much, Ben, for, for sharing with us uh, the stories. Uh, I think it was very, very insightful. Some bits which I had no idea, the details, um, which uh, you guys are really blessed to be hearing this bit. Yeah, so with that, um, any final words from you? Oh, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, keep praying. Yeah, I mean, for those who are really looking for into being in a relationship, just keep praying. I know God has prepared someone for you and those who are still single it's okay to be single yeah so just enjoy every phase of life that god's placed you in right now yeah. amen enjoy every phase of life yes okay uh i'll see you this is malaysian christian talks and goodbye bye bye Uh, I'm so sorry for the heat. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. <laughs> yeah.